Back in uh, school, when I was growing up, during the lunch break, we used to play soccer, or another sport that's very popular in India, cricket. And when we used to make teams, uh, we used to all gather together, everybody who wanted to play. We would pick two captains, and then they would start calling out people to their teams. They would say, I want you, I'll have you, I want you. So each player was called, I want you on my team. Jesus called Peter and Andrew, James and John, to follow him. They left their nets, they got out of their boats, and they followed Jesus. So discipleship begins with a call. Traditionally, it's the disciple who goes looking for the master. But in Jesus' case, he is the one who takes the initiative. He is the one who seeks. He is the one who chooses the person. Today's feast is a call to each one of us here, you and I. It is a call to be more. It is a call to be a saint. Some of you may hear this and, and laugh, look at yourself and say, you know what, not me, maybe the other person in the other pew, maybe my siblings, maybe my parents, or maybe my son and daughter, maybe my friend. But no, Christ is looking into you, into your eyes, and this is a call to each one of us to be a saint. Is it possible? Yes, it is. Because saints were people of flesh and blood. They had strengths and weaknesses. They had ambitions, goals, dreams. But they also failed. They were sinners. Nobody is born a saint, but it is something that you're called to become. If in the 1920s, if you were to ask who was the least likely candidate to sainthood, one of the women would have topped that list. And that woman was Dorothy Day. She was an anarchist, a communist. She was a journalist who um, hang around with bad people. She was into drinking, partying late nights. She also had an abortion. She had a marriage for a short period, but then was drawn to Christ and the gospel. And she converted. She dedicated herself radically to the ministry for the poor. 
She is today a candidate for sainthood. She would tell the people who worked with her and lived with her and who knew when she was living that she was a saint, she would tell them, don't call me a saint. I don't want to be dismissed that easily. Meaning, what I am doing is what everybody is supposed to do. So let us not dismiss the saints because they struggled with sin and temptation. They journeyed towards holiness, sometimes stumbling, sometimes falling, but always getting up, moving on, resolving to do better, to be better, and to aim higher. We are not born saints, but it's something that you are called to become. Jesus attracted many people. He had many fans for his preaching, healing, and everything else that he did. But Jesus was looking for those who would follow him completely as disciples, not with conditions, but completely. Many of us are very proud of our Catholic faith. Maybe we also put on a Catholic badge. Uh, we go to Mass, we attend parish events, we volunteer at different ministries, we pray, we fellowship. Maybe we also share on social media about our faith. We watch videos on, on our faith. And we may, in this upcoming election, also vote based on our faith, based on what we as Catholics would call a formed conscience. So we love Catholic things, but do we truly surrender? Are we truly committed to Jesus? Are we a follower or are we a fan of Jesus? Are we like the crowds, the enormous crowds that, that Jesus had? Are we part of the crowd? Or are we part of that inner circle, that inner circle of disciples? Jesus is looking for those who are willing to do what he wants, to say what he wants, to give up what he wants them to give up, and to go to where he wants them to go. And this is a lot more than being a fan. It is a total commitment to Christ. And this is what is sanctity. This is what is sainthood. And this is what is characteristic of the saints. So the question is, how do we become a saint? We find the blueprint laid out to us in today's Gospel, in the Beatitudes. It is by living the Beatitudes that you become a saint. To be poor in spirit, meek, merciful, 
to be a peacemaker, to be clean of heart, to even withstand persecution and insult. It is a tall order, but it is a call to greatness. We have many diets. You think about the diets, like food diets that you would, you would, you know, quickly enroll yourself and get on. Um, you know, you have the paleo diet, the Atkins, keto, low carb. Today, the gospel is also presenting to us a diet. But this is a diet to our spiritual life. That diet is the Beatitudes. Spiritual life, what our founders would, would call um, a mystical life. It is God working in and through us. And, and why should we get on this diet? I mean, like, what does God promise to saints? What God promises to saints is a joy. Blessed. We hear this many a time uh, repeated in today's gospel. Blessed means, you could say, the happy, happiness. But it's more than happiness. It's more than a joy that we can think of. You know, we, we can, we've all experienced joy when we visit friends, we have a meal together, um, we put on the clothes, nice clothes, maybe shoes that we've been looking, we like, maybe we get some gadgets that we wanted, maybe a car, a house, a job. Yes, that is a kind of joy, but there is also a deeper joy, a joy that comes through hard work, many years of work, like say marriage, the birth of a child, reaching the top of a mountain, getting a college degree, getting cured from a dangerous illness. Sometimes joy does not have a happy ending. Think about parents who have to who, who dedicate all their life caring for their physically challenged child. Think about somebody on a deathbed who leaves their children knowing that he has given them everything to live a fulfilling life. The, the endurance of this pain and, and suffering at times is possible because it has a meaning. Those of us who are athletes, if you run a marathon, you would know that, yes, it's painful, it's, it's a struggle, 20 minutes running, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. But at the end of it, you feel a sense of joy. You feel you're fulfilled. You've accomplished something. And who better to look at than our Blessed Mother? Our founder, Fernando Riello, gave her the title, Our Lady of the Mystical Life. Our Lady of the Spiritual Life. And he gave us, the Idente Mysteries, a rosary. The Idente Rosary. We also call it the Tresayo. Tresayo means three times holy. Our Blessed Mother is three times holy because she was a holy daughter, a holy mother, and a holy spouse. And at the end of this um, prayer, 
It's the Hail Mary. Our founder changed the last verse a little. He said, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners so that we may be saints. He wanted us Adventist missionaries to pray it every day. We pray it in the morning, we pray it in the night. Today's feast reminds us that sanctity, sainthood, holiness is possible, it is within our grasp. We cannot remain as fans of Jesus. We got to become the followers. The saints fulfill this promise and they assure us that nobody is born a saint, but with the grace of God, we can become one. Happy All Saints Day.